Good afternoon, I'm Raylene Ramsey. This is your afternoon news fix for Thursday the 16th of November. Wellington police have fatally shot a man in Wainui Amata after he threatened a woman with a weapon. They were called to a suspected family harm incident at a Coast Road property just before midday. Joey Dwyer reports. When police arrived, a man was holding a weapon to a woman's neck and continued his threatening behaviour until officers shot him once about 1pm. He died at the scene and the woman was not injured. The shooting has been referred to the IPCA and the property will be cordoned for some time. Winston Peters says government negotiations with National and ACT are heading into the final stages. The New Zealand First Leader spoke to media outside Auckland's Corders Hotel on his way for talks with National Leader Chris Luxon. Peter says he wants to resolve talks with the greatest haste possible, but could say nothing about when a deal might be struck. Well, I'll say to the public what I need to say to the public, which is until we know what the final outcome is, it'll be premature, rash and irresponsible to make any other comment. Auckland's mayor says he's determined to address the city's congestion. The Council's Transport and Infrastructure Committee is discussing possibly charging for time of use. Wayne Brown says the aim is to encourage a small number of people to change their travel time or destination or switch to public transport. This allows most people on the road a much faster and more reliable journey, which will be cheaper for them. Everyone benefits. Niwa's pinpointed organic carbon stores under our seabed and where to avoid bottom trawling. It's the first inventory done and estimates New Zealand's economic zone has more than 2,000 million tonnes. Emily Ansell has more. University of Otago Professor Abby Smith says it's a surprisingly large amount and equates to 1% of all sedimentary carbon in the world. Smith says the carbon releases into the ocean and the atmosphere if disturbed by practices such as trawling. She says the data identifies places to be wary like Fiordland and South Westland and provides information needed for government regulation. Can a civil servant tap into chat GPT smarts? Well, that depends on which department or agency they work for. In June, the Ministry of Business Innovation and Employment banned staff using generative AI tools like chat GPT, citing data and privacy risks. Herald Technology editor Chris Keel says since then, companies and government departments that allow AI have formulated strategies for its use. Fatawara Health New Zealand, for example, said you can't put in stuff like clinical data, obviously, <laughs> patient records, that sort of stuff is off limits, so they've put in guidelines. In sport, manager David Higgins believes Joseph Parker's knockout win in Saudi Arabia last month is what's earned the Kiwi his latest fight against former WBC title holder Deontay Wilder, scheduled for Christmas Eve New Zealand time. Daryl Mitchell believes his cramps while batting against India were only one of a number of separating factors as the Black Caps fell in the Cricket World Cup semi-finals in Mumbai. Kiwi golfer Sam Jones will join Daniel Hillier and Ryan Fox on next year's DP World Tour after finishing seventh at the final stage of Q School in Spain. I'm Raylene Ramsey. That is your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update tomorrow morning from the News Talk ZB Newsroom.